Welcome to the Word of Life podcast, a ministry of Word of Life Church, located in Lesueur, Minnesota. From sermon audio to midweek content and much more, we hope you are blessed by what you hear. For more information or to donate, please visit wordoflifemn.com. Now, enjoy this week's episode. Merry Christmas, everybody. Big, huge Merry Christmas to you. Uh, People at New Prague, they want to say a little Merry Christmas to you. Big, huge Merry Christmas to everybody on our online campus. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we are just excited to be here just to celebrate what's going on. And in the midst of all this great Christmas fun, what are you afraid of? Unusual question, maybe, for tonight. I mean, everybody's having a great time. You look fabulous, by the way. You you guys look fabulous. Uh, What are you afraid of? I'm not talking like, you know, like like things go bump in the dark or anything like that. Or, you know, like, I'm not talking about, you know, like fear of of like finding a spider on your Christmas tree and then you got to just burn the whole house down. You know, I'm I'm not talking about those kinds of fears. I mean, like deep down... When you get quiet with yourself, and when you get quiet with the Lord, yeah, what are you afraid of? And sometimes the answer is ourselves. Are you afraid that uh, the present that you got somebody for Christmas uh, is not the right one? Are you afraid that someone will find out that you didn't get them a present and how they're going to react? Are you afraid of... Are you afraid of doing the right thing? Are you afraid of what will happen if you don't? Are you afraid of what people will think? Or what people will say? That's what Joseph was afraid of. Joseph was afraid. But in the midst of Joseph's fear... Deep fear, real fear. God meets him. God meets him right there, even when he's afraid. And that's good news for us. Because no matter what you're afraid of, God meets you. If you have your Bibles, you can turn with me to Matthew. Matthew chapter 1. If not, no worries, it's going to be right up here. Matthew chapter 1, starting in verse 18, reading in Jesus' name because it's God's word, not mine. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins." 
All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And when Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. After the apostle, or the apostle Matthew, yes, same Matthew, same Matthew that, that Jesus called to, to, to follow him, you know, right when he was in the middle of a work day, he was at work, he was collecting taxes. Yes, that's the guy. Jesus calls him to, uh, to follow him. He, he was moved by the Holy Spirit to write down Jesus' story, the story of his life and And he starts it off with this big, long genealogy, tracing Jesus' family tree all the way back to King David, but even further, all the way back to Abraham, just kind of drawing out this lineage of whose family Jesus comes from, that he has a a faith right in his family, that, that the son of David, the King David, is right in his family. And as soon as he gets done kind of outlining the genealogy of Jesus, he says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place this way. Seems pretty simple. And, you know, and so we, we jump right into the birth of Jesus Christ, and it says Mary was betrothed to Joseph. It's like, it's like pre-marriage marriage, okay? It's like they are married. They're legally married. They've signed the documents that, you know, the marriage license has already been filed with the state, the whole nine yards. They're, they're married, married, but they're not really married. They're, they're, they don't live together. They haven't, they haven't had sex. They haven't slept together. They're, you know, the, the whole, like, I know I said that word. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> it's okay. We're in, um, and, you know, and so what's happening is, I know, people are just giggling. It's all right. You're going to be fine, you know. But this is the truth. This is what's happening. And it's really important that we know this. Because as they're waiting for the big day, as they're waiting because they haven't had the marriage ceremony yet, they haven't moved in together yet, that wasn't a thing, you know, and so while they're waiting for the day, you know, that wedding day, everybody finds out that Mary's pregnant, like everybody. It's not one of those things you can hide. And so as everybody finds out, that Mary's pregnant, I have no idea. I mean, the natural question when someone's pregnant and they're not married yet, I think at that time was at least like, who's the father? Um, and, uh, and Mary's answer is literally unbelievable. God. <laughs> like God, God. Not, not like, no, God, God is the Father. God the Father is the Father. And they're like, oh, sure he is. I don't, I mean, like, do you think, I don't know how, how the conversation with her parents went. You know, like, did her parents believe her? No, no, really, an angel appeared to me. Sure he did. <laughs> You're so sweet. Um, 
I don't know how the conversation with her best friend went, you know? She, I don't know who Mary's best friend is. I don't know, if, you know, but like, I don't know how the conversation with her best friend is as she tells her best friend. So like, who's the lucky guy? And she's like, no, 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 it's God the Father. Oh, unbelievable. We, we know from the text that, that Joseph doesn't, doesn't believe her, you know, because, you know, whether they had a conversation or not, we don't, we don't know. But like, he knows the baby's not his, that's for sure. And so he's thinking. It's a serious decision. What to do? What is he going to do? He's a just man, it says. Just. Uh, just is a fabulous word. It's the exact same word that's used to describe God in Romans chapter 3. That God the Father is both the just and the justifier of those who have sinned. Joseph is a just man. And he just wants to do the right thing. He just wants to do the right thing by, by Mary. He doesn't want to put her to shame. And so he just decides to divorce her quietly. I don't know what divorcing someone quietly when you live in a town that small looks like. I mean, because Nazareth, where they're living, that's small town, small town. I'm not talking like, like Lesur small town. I'm not even talking like Henderson small town, even smaller. They've done some archaeology up and around that area. And like Nazareth was like small town, small town. I mean, and if everybody in Henderson knows where I live and what my house looks like and things like that, then I can only imagine that if you are getting even a quiet divorce in a town like Nazareth, everybody's going to know. And so it's while he's thinking, God sends an angel to talk to him. Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And that's when we get to hear, Joseph is afraid. He's afraid to marry Mary. He's a just man. He just wants to do the right thing. And he's afraid. What are you afraid of? In the midst of everything that's going on for, your, for Joseph... And Mary, God knows. God knows what Joseph was thinking. God knows what Joseph was feeling. He knows about his plans to divorce her quietly. He knows about his fear. And right there in the middle of him feeling afraid, and he thinks he knows what the right thing to do, God sends that angel, visits him in the midst of that fear. Don't be afraid to marry Mary. The baby boy in her womb is from the Holy Spirit. And you're 
going to name him Jesus. Jesus, his name means God saves. Yeah, and he will. He's the savior. God will save us from not just our fears, but our sins. Not just some of them, all of them, all of the sins, even the ones that you're afraid to talk about. God forgives those. Even the sins that you're afraid that anybody else, if anybody found out about these sins, oh man, they'd never look at me the same. Those sins. God forgives those sins because Jesus Christ, who is born, God with us, the Son of God, the Son of Man, He was born to be our Savior. He's born perfect. He lived a perfect life, never sinned. And that perfect son, yes, I know, babies come out and we think, boy, they're, they're so cute and cuddly and perfect looking. They're not. They're just not. I know. I'm like, I've got four kids. And somebody came to visit once and was... Um, with one of our newborns, and I won't name which one, and, and they said, oh, she's so beautiful. And I said, you're a liar. <laughs> like, she looks like an alien. <laughs> like, this, is, this is rough childbirth stuff here. But we think our kids are perfect, but Jesus isn't like that. No, no, no. Jesus is perfect. He lived a perfect life so that he could also die a perfect death. Amen. That baby Jesus was born to be our Savior. He was born to die in our place, to take all of our sins, to save us from our sins, even the ones we're afraid of. So what are you afraid of? Please, don't be afraid to believe in Jesus. Tonight, every night, don't be afraid to believe in Jesus, that Jesus really is the Son of God, that he was born to a virgin. Don't be afraid to believe in Jesus. Don't be afraid to believe that Jesus forgives you, that Jesus died for your sins, that just Jesus came to save us. Don't be afraid to believe in Jesus. Don't be afraid to believe in Jesus every day. Every day. In the midst of what's going on in your life, whatever fears they may be, don't be afraid to trust Jesus in the midst of that because even when you are afraid, God meets you there. Jesus is God with us, even in the midst of our fear, even in the midst of our sin. Do not be afraid to confess to Jesus. Confess those sins, but also confess our faith that he is exactly who he says he is, the Son of God, the Savior, Emmanuel, God with us.
Jesus. Do not be afraid to believe in Jesus. Let's pray. Lord God, you are awesome. I don't know who else could come up with a plan of salvation like this, but you did. Oh, you did. And you are awesome. You are high and lifted up. You are seated on a throne not made with human hands. You are continually worshipped by angels. Heavenly hosts, shout your praises. And in your perfect plan, you chose to send your one and only son to be our savior. And God, sometimes we're afraid. God, sometimes we're afraid of you and your judgment. That you could never forgive someone like me, someone like us. God, sometimes we're afraid that people will find out. That people will hear about our sins. So, Lord God, even in the midst of Christmas, we ask you, Lord God, to visit us like you visited Joseph. Even in the midst of our fears, will you please, Lord God, Remind us over and over and over again who your son is. We confess to you the sins that we don't want anybody to find out about. We thank you and praise you for promising to forgive us. You've already paid for all of those sins. Help us to believe. Help us to believe in you, Lord Jesus, our Savior, the one who forgives. It's in your name we pray, Lord Jesus, our Savior. Amen.